We're back with part three of the Zero Hour and our look at Spider-Man Homecoming. In the first two segments, we listened to music from the film, talked about the history of the character in comics, on television and on film, as well as discussed the plot of the movie. The film is a fantastic take on Spider-Man and really sets him up as a part of the MCU going forward, and it's really awesome to see. But there's so much more to this film and how it came to be. Right now, let's check out this interview with Tom Holland and Robert Downey Jr. on Jimmy Kimmel talking about the film, right here on The Zero Hour. I'm doing well, thank you. And I want to say, I saw it was a rough cut of the movie, but it is easily the best Spider-Man movie wow. and a great movie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we were all knocked out by it. Thank you so have much. Have you guys seen the movie yet? I have. I have. I saw it about a month ago. You did. And what did you think? You know, you know when you revise for an exam and you feel like you crushed it, but the longer you wait for the results, the more you think you kind He's of British, by the ruined way. it. <laughs> Um, He's a test or a, a test or yeah. something. Thank God you brought your translator. Exactly, yeah. Thanks, boss. Um, but yeah, so walking into the screening, I was like, this is going to be awful. I'm going to hate it. And leaving, I was over the moon. You were? Yeah. Great. Okay. Yeah, I loved okay. it. So you're not overly critical of yourself and your performance and all that no, stuff. I loved no. it. Robert, you have not seen it yet? I have uh, personally yet to see it. When oh. can I... Uh... You will see it when I'm ready for you to see it. Right? <laughs> Just take a minute. The new blood. Get used to it. <laughs> Robert, how much are you involved in casting Tom in this movie? I would assume that there's some kind of... That you play some kind of role in that. Uh, yeah, well, when we were uh, doing Civil War was when... Right at the beginning of that, they were casting, and so they brought in all the, the finalists uh -huh. for the exam. Yes. And, the exam uh, and, uh, and Tom Nettle. I mean, what I, what I had to do, they're like, he's great, isn't he? I was like, yeah, he is. And that was it. Three words. Nice. Yeah. Did they say he's great, isn't he, about any of the other guys that they brought in? The, everybody was good, and then there was just this other element of, like, you, you, you saw it, and I was mm -hmm. there. Yeah. It feels him. like the Spider-Man that I read about in the comic books when exactly. I was, like, eight years old. That's, That's the Spider-Man that the you Spider play in this movie. The Spider-Man a coming home to the OG. I never went to Homecoming, so that I didn't really <laughs> relate to. I was left, right. I was at home crying during Homecoming. Uh, <laughs> what do you call Homecoming over uh, across the pond? Yeah. We call it prom. You call it prom. And what, what do you call prom? That was the whole thing. We got halfway through shooting the movie. I was like, by the way, what's a homecoming? <laughs> really? Yeah, I had no, we don't do that. Our proms are very different, though. In what way? Well, they serve booze at the prom. They do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they're 18. We had to drink ours in the parking lot yeah. before we did it. Exactly. That was yeah. half the fun. <laughs> yeah, my problem right. was a disaster. Oh, uh, I bet it was. You got a bunch of 18-year-olds <laughs> yeah. drunk and throwing up on each other. Yeah. <laughs> did you know about, like, what American schools are like? Because you have to play Peter Parker, who mm. is a student, a high school right. student. Yeah, I think that was probably the most daunting part of, of taking on this character. So as a joke, I suggested to Marvel that I should go to a high school undercover. Right. And it was completely a joke, and Marvel took it completely seriously. I guess they didn't get my British sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, they do that. And, uh, yeah, so the next thing I know, I was, like, had a backpack with a pencil case on my way to Bronx School of Science. Oh, boy. Did they let you go to actual class? Yes, yeah, I went to school with a fake name and a fake accent. Um, Did you have a fake mother drop you off at the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they brought Marissa Tomei in just for that weekend. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, yeah, and Bronx School of Science is a school for genius, genius kids. Genius kids, right. And I am no genius. You're not? 
No, I, even the teachers didn't know that I was not a real student, so they would bring me up to the front of the class and be like, what do you think, new kid? I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, so it was... It was you're like the worst narc there is. <laughs> yeah. like, you're like, like a very bad narc. <laughs> did, did they ever figure out that it was you? Or like when the movie came out, did you ever tell them that it was you? Well, I had, I had one funny experience. I was sat at the back of a classroom next to quite a pretty girl. And uh, eventually she's like, so dude, what's your deal, man? I was like, well, do you want to know my secret? <laughs> like, okay. I like, I'm actually Spider-Man. <laughs> Like, dude, you're nuts, bro. You're nuts. I was like, no, seriously, I'm actually an actor. I'm British, and I'm, I'm playing Spider-Man. And she didn't believe me. Of course she didn't believe me. That's Super a ridiculous story. Yet. I know. Yes. But the fact that you were allowed to just suddenly go to Bronx Science in the middle of the year with no explanation, that breach, that was believable. Yeah, yeah. that was... <laughs> it yeah. indicates we, we've got a problem with our public education system. <laughs> Tom Holland and Robert Downey Jr. made a great combo. And we got to see this relationship develop even more in Avengers Infinity War and finally in Avengers Endgame. So much so that Iron Man's presence hangs heavily over the next Spider-Man film, Far From Home. Now let's hear from Michael Keaton on playing Adrian Toomes, a.k.a. the Vulture in Spider-Man Homecoming on Jimmy Kimmel, right here on The Zero Hour. I love Spider-Man. Yeah. He's my favorite of the like com it. comic book characters. What? Easily. Spider-Man, yeah. He's the funny one, of course. No, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot you're his nemesis. <laughs> Your co-stars are... No, I'm Batman. What the f*** are you talking about? <laughs> it is confusing. <laughs> Leave the hat. <laughs> you forgot your glasses. Your co-stars, Tom Holland and Robert Downey Jr. were here uh, on, on Sunday. Let's talk about Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I know you love to talk about Batman. <laughs> I do. <laughs> do you love to talk about yeah, Batman? Man, I love this. Cool. Did that come up frequently on set yes. with these guys? He's a great kid, by the way. And he's Tom really Holland, good. he's a great kid. Yeah, yeah. Those guys are great. He told me a funny story because he's from England, which is strange because it's so good. Yeah, he oh. is. His accent is so good. <laughs> he went undercover to school in yeah. the Bronx right. to see what it was like to go to an American high school. Yeah. Which Have you ever done anything yeah. like that? What have you, it depends. On, I, I trained with the Navy SEALs. You did? Yeah. Wow, really? Yeah, for Mr. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> That seems like an odd yeah. choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was a choice that it, you know, didn't really work. And then uh, for Pacific Heights, uh, I killed a guy. You did? Yeah. Just one guy? Yeah. How did I you kill him? I another guy for another movie. Oh, you did? Yeah. How did you do it? Did you... I stayed in his apartment and I wouldn't leave. Oh. Do you know the movie? You know the plot? <laughs> yeah, so I wouldn't leave. And then he goes, like, you know, he comes to my house for like the sixth time and goes, Where's my rent, dude? And I just shoot him. <laughs> that's serious. No, I'm sorry, that's horrible. That's real acting. I know. What's no, the... I, I sometimes you do if it's appropriate, and sometimes there's no need. Spotlight, for instance, you know, that's one where you. I've done a. I've been a journalist in movies like three times, and I, mm -hmm. I actually kind of wanted to be a journalist when I was at school, and uh, so for me that stuff comes kind of naturally. There was really nothing to do except hang around with those guys, which I'd done several times. It depends, you know, like for clean and sober, you really have to know, no, you have to, no, I know the, <laughs> I know the obvious joke. You have to know what that's about on a deep level. And there's no way of getting around that. But for some movies, you know, I just- and Do you feel like you get it in like a week or so? Like, no, you no. need more time. You, you need, need more read, time. you need to, you know, 
drill down and drill down. And you didn't hang around at the zoo with vultures or anything like that for this no, one? I didn't. You? No, no I didn't. Because <laughs> that would have been exceptionally stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it would have. But I'm capable of being stupid. <laughs> well, that's an important quality yes, to have. That was Michael Keaton talking about being in Spider-Man Homecoming. And this is a role he would oddly reprise in the Morbius movie, which means he seems to have switched universes from the MCU to the Sony Spider-Verse, which oddly has no Spider-Man yet. Many are assuming this is because of the spell Doctor Strange cast at the end of Spider-Man No Way Home, as we briefly see Venom come to the MCU from the Sony Spider-Verse. All very confusing, as we can only really accept the Marvel Studios films as MCU canon. However, let's have a listen to yet another great little interview with Tom Holland on Spider-Man Homecoming, right here on The Zero Hour. Spider-Man! That's my name. It's you. <laughs> it doesn't feel real. It's so cool. I mean, in Civil War, you were unbelievable. You thank were you. so good. You stole the whole film. Oh, wow. And the fan reaction and everything was crazy. What has this experience been like for you? Now you get your own movie. It doesn't, it, it just doesn't feel real. I mean, yeah. to the, I could never have imagined in my wildest dreams that I would be Spider-Man. And when they announced that they were recasting it, I rang my agents up and said, look, can I, can you just, can I send in an audition or something? Yeah. And they said, well, they've actually requested for you to audition. And from that day, I knew, I was like, this is what I'm going to do. Well, I know in the film, Robert Downey's character like, takes you under his wing, but I heard that in real life too, that he's kind of been a little bit of a mentor to you. Yeah, he, he was such a pleasure to work with. Obviously, it's very intimidating meeting someone of yeah. his sort of caliber, but he's so warm and so welcoming that as soon, as soon as I met him, all the nerves went out the window and it was just about excitement and getting to know him. And learning from him. I mean, he's a guy that's that's really mastered it, and yeah. and uh, and it's a pleasure to see someone like that work and to learn from them. What can you tell us about this Spider-Man film? How is it going to be different from the others we've seen? I think you're going to see Spider-Man in in a in a more vulnerable light. I, I think that he you're going to see a kid who's really battling to like fit in at school, mm-hmm. do his homework, but also save New York, which I don't <laughs> think we've ever really seen his confliction between school and fighting. Okay. So right. I think that's going to be really fun. And talk to me about your Comic-Con experience. What's this been like as Spider-Man? People must be losing their minds. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's insane. I mean, the, one of the amazing things about being here is because the people that are here is why we make these movies. Yeah. Hall H is full of people that love our movies. And, uh, and to come here today and to give them a little taste of what we're doing is so rewarding and, and it's just so lovely to get support from, from all the fans and, and to meet them. It's so great to actually meet yeah. them. Yeah. Well, Daniel Radcliffe famously uh, walked the convention floor dressed as Spider-Man one yeah. year. Any chance you might put on the costume and go have a well, I was planning stroll? on doing that today. Yeah? But our flight, like, for some reason, we were flying into San Diego. I fell asleep and woke up and the captain was like, welcome to Ontario. What? And my buddy who, who was traveling with me, we were like, what? what are we? And I thought Ontario was in Canada. Yeah, yeah, there but is basically, there. we'd like rerouted because we'd run out of fuel or whatever. But there was a moment of panic that I thought I might miss today. No. But we made it in time. Like, literally Even just Spider-Man misses his fights sometimes. Yeah, no, I it mean, was crazy. It was so crazy. scary, though, waking up and be like, welcome to Ontario. I was like, I've stayed on the plane too long, no. and I've gone to the wrong place. <laughs> this is terrible. What do fans come up and say to you now? What's the most common thing do they, that they do or say when they see you? I think the best thing is when I meet little kids, and they actually believe I'm Spider-Man. They're like, but I don't understand how do the webs work. And I'm like, oh, I don't have the suit on right now. Aww. We actually had a kid on set the other day. And one of the, a little extra, and he, I walk on set, and he's like pulling his mum's shirt, and I go over to say hello, and as I go to give him a high five, he's like, no, I hate you. Oh. I was like, what? He's like, I don't like you. 
I was like, okay, fine. I was so like shocked. So I went and did the scene. He walked past. I went to give him a high five again. And he was like, no, I'm on Team Iron Man. I was like, dude, I'm on Team Iron Man. What Come on. But yeah, no, it's sweet. All the little kids are so sweet. For the most part, except for, for one. For the most part, except apart from one. that little kid. You're going to regret that one you day, really buddy. Are. Tom Holland is quite the actor and makes a very good Peter Parker and Spider-Man. He also did gymnastics in his youth, and he is able to do a lot of the flips and jumps required of him in this role. In fact, both him and Zendaya, who play Michelle, a.k.a. MJ, in the film, do this wonderful interview with a little guy named Mini Spider-Man. Have a listen to this great interview right here on The Zero Hour. Hi, I'm Liam. What? Oh my goodness! Why, thank you! Whoa! Hi, Liam! Dude, you are my favorite interviewer ever. Your costume is amazing! I thought you were Spider-Man. I thought you were Tom for a second. Can I see the web wings? Do you... you... What? (laughs) I see you've been going to the gym, too. You know, you're looking really swole, man. I've got some quick fire questions. Who is the coolest superhero, Iron Man or Captain America? I was going to say you, Liam, but I'll have to go with Iron Man. Who is more fun to hang out with, Ant-Man or Hawkeye? Ant-Man. Sorry, Jeremy Renner. What does it take to be a good Spider-Man? Spider-Man is a good role model. He works really hard, does good with his powers. He's a really lovely kid. Like yourself, Liam. He has to be nice. He has to be kind to people. And he has to be smart. Can Spider-Man be scared of spiders or heights? I am very scared of spiders. I don't like spiders at all, but I love heights. Are you scared of spiders? Um, a bit. A little bit? You're braver than me, though, because I'm terrified of spiders. I... I'm going to take Zendaya a bunch of flowers and maybe ask her out. Any advice? You should definitely do that. Tell her that she looks very pretty and lots of smiling. She likes smiling. Where should I take her? She likes the cinema. If Spider-Man wanted to take you on a date, where would you go? Where would we go? Maybe, like, the top of a really cool building with a really great view. Peter Parker is very funny. Do you know any jokes? Knock, knock. Who's there? The interrupting cow. Interrupting cow. Do you have a joke? What time does Andy Murray go to bed? I don't know. Tennish. Ah! I've got my own web shooters. Can you give me some tips? I can. Can I see your web shooters? Those are so cool. And do they actually shoot things? Uh, yeah. No way. That's so cool. The thing with the web shooter is you have to aim before you shoot the webs. So make sure that you know where you're shooting and then fire. You know, that's the trick behind making sure you always hit the bad guys. Can I have a picture with you? 100%. Let's do it. Like this. Lift this finger up like that. There you go. Cheese. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You look so good in your Spider-Man outfit. Oh, my gosh. Liam, what a pleasure to meet you, man. Thank you. Best interview I've ever had. Best costume ever, too. You are the man. Wasn't that just an amazing little interview? I really like how all of these actors who meet these kids are just so extremely amazing with them. In past shows, I've played interviews of Minithor interviewing the Avengers, and it's great to see this happen for Spider-Man as well. I mean, what little kid doesn't seem to like Spider-Man? He's such a beloved superhero and such a great inspiration to so many kids. It really makes the character very appealing, and he is by far Marvel's most popular superhero. But let's go back and take one more look at the relationship between Tom Holland and Robert Downey Jr. In fact, here's a great clip of Tom bursting into one of Robert's interviews right here on the Zero Hour. Happens that this oh, spider. You're in the middle of an man, interview. Oh. Man, pull up a chair. <laughs> now hold on a damn second. Just because I, I did this to you in Berlin you. doesn't mean all right, all right. I even wore glasses to try. Look at you. This is very 
Audie J, right? It's very good. You really are taking cues from the master now. Here's the problem is he's he's bum rushing us because I pulled a little stunt. What did I do? He FaceTimed me in the middle of an interview. Really? Yeah, Hang right. A minute. He never FaceTimes me. This is so weird. Hey, man. How are you doing? Dude. He's never FaceTimed me ever <laughs> once. Now it's become a bit of a thing. Why are you answering your phone in the middle of an interview? Because it's you. Yeah, if it right. was my mom, I'd be like, mm, no. <laughs> but it's Robert Downey Jr. So you're like, yeah, I'll, I'll see what's happening. Yeah. You got some cojones coming in here and, and, and uh... You know, I'm the new kid on the block. Right. Yeah. It's working. Try and step up to the plate. You, you, you done now? It. Yeah. All right. No, I, I just know? wanted to show my face. God, it's a good face. Wow. Oh, nice. The future of cinema. <laughs> Very stylish. Turnabout is fair play. We're even now. See you later. All right, pal. Tom Holland. Payback's a bitch. And with that, we come to the end of another episode of The Zero Hour. I really, truly hope you are all enjoying this journey through the MCU with me. Right now, I'd like to ask you to head over to facebook.com slash superlative radio and follow us. And from there, you can find the Zero Hour page and follow along as well. Also, please support us at patreon.com slash superlative radio and visit our website, superlativeradio.com and pick up some great Zero Hour merch from our shop. I'll see you guys next week for an episode with a special interview with a man named Peter Bro, writer of the comic book These Damn Kids with Second Sight Publishing. It's going to be a great little look into his work before we continue on with our journey through the MCU with the next film in the franchise, Thor Ragnarok. So be sure to keep listening and check out my interview next week, right here on The Zero Hour.